Hi there, and welcome to the Grief and Rebirth Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Barnhart, along with author and trauma survivor, Irene Weinberg. We're here to encourage you wherever you are on your healing journey. In each episode, we will chat with incredible grief and trauma specialists, healers, mediums, and celebs, as well as remarkable people who have inspiring healing stories to share. If you're looking for a podcast that's both uplifting and inspiring, you found us. Let us help you find your joy in life. And welcome to yet another fantastic episode of Grief and Rebirth. This is Stephanie Barnhart. I'm here with my fantastic co-host, Irene Weinberg. Hi, Irene. Hey, Steph. You ain't so bad yourself, you know. We've been having <laughs> a lot of fun together doing this. It's we very, are. very cool. <laughs> Definitely getting better with age. I will give yes, that. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I'm more the expert in the age department than you are these days, but still. That's okay, like a fine wine, right? That's true. That's I mean, true. I, like I, wish, if, I wish that people could understand if they haven't met you, so all these people out there in audio world, how vibrant you are for your age that I hope, and I always say that I hope at your age that I am as limber and as fun and as exciting and open as you are because you are the most wildly busy and energetic. I'm not going to rat out your age well, woman I I've ever known. Well, I'm, I'm in my seventh <laughs> decade. It's hard to believe, but I want to say that one of the reasons for my attitude, and a lot of people comment about it, is I don't know if everyone in podcast world knows this, but I did write this book about it. I, my husband died next to me tragically, horribly in a terrible car accident. And aside from this magical spiritual stuff that happened to me, I got messages and a voice came into my head and all that jazz. But I realized, Steph, in that moment that I have control over absolutely nothing but my attitude. And one of the most pivotal things that happened to me is that when my husband was buried, it was on my son's 21st birthday. And as they were pulling me from the car and I knew that Saul was dead next to me, I said to myself, I will get through this somehow because I have to role model for my son that you can get hit by a grenade in life and somehow come through to the other end, which amazes me still that I thought about that. I had this spiritual thing (laughs) happening and a voice Mm -hmm. came into my head, but on the earthbound Mm -hmm. plane, that was in my mind. And my son has said to me, mom, there's been nothing worse than seeing you in despair and nothing better than seeing you be able to have joy again. And that has really motivated me to embrace my life and be passionate about living my life to the last drop. I'm no longer afraid of dying. I know Saul's on the other side, but I am passionate. And thank you for the compliment. You are very passionate. I'm very passionate about like embracing, and believe me, stuff happens. It's that time of year. There's stresses. We all go through it. But I kind of keep as a bottom line that I'm blessed. I'm here and I want to, I don't want to waste a moment of it. It's really, really important. My, you know, my relationships, the quality of my life and all that. And so that's why I have the attitude and I take very good care of myself, which is not from a narcissistic way, but because if I'm going to have this great attitude and embrace life, I want to be healthy to be able to impact the people in my life, which is so cool about what we're doing uh, why, by interviewing all these people who can help for people to define all the different ways that they can stop suffering 
And, and, well, and, I think that's exciting because you kind of are a living testimony to basically, you know, all the people we've interviewed this first season of ours. I can't believe we've already done a first season of this podcast. So I if, I get, let's recap really quick. If you guys are just tuning in, we've done about eight episodes prior to this, and we've talked to mediums, spiritual healers. We even have a lady in Jersey who uses horses to heal addiction. I mean, it's been a really fascinating first eight episodes, if I must say. And it's very enlightening. Like you said, you know, my dad even passed away in October and it's been an interesting journey. But I think, like you said, you have to just be more open and, and, and love life and realize that, you know, when he first passed, I was really filled with a lot of guilt. It wasn't more sadness. It was more like I should have went home more. I should have made an effort more. You know, I'm in New York, home, and you have all these, well, what if, I think, scenarios when you lose somebody and you know, like you said, you really can't live life that way. You have to feel the blessings that you have every day and to appreciate them. And I think sometimes <laughs> that you can have, you. it takes something so sad kind of to appreciate the good is what I think. And Absolutely. I'm starting to see a lot more of that or just be more aware of it, you know, I think is, is what we are. And I know we kind of talked about it because this, Irene and I have this, we should let everybody know we have this little relationship beyond our little hosting here where if something happens in my life Irene's usually the first person I call to be like you won't believe what happened because I know that she will understand that you know coincidences don't really happen and we've talked about that this season so when things like that happen in my life and I'm like oh my god this is not an accident like you're the first person I have to run and tell and I think literally this year especially like I've really notice a lot more of that in my life that things really you know how do much joy, happen yeah. you can I manifest so much joy a lot. out of that yep i'm sorry i didn't mean to uh, walk over your lawn no no I, here, I, but it's great i really have to say that's given me so much joy stuff i you know i was a complete skeptic i didn't believe in any spirituality or that there's a reason or a rhyme or a purpose for this some of the shitty things and terrible things that happen in our lives or we're supposed to learn lessons from them, or having a positive attitude. And then this unbelievable spiritual awakening happened to me and changed my focus. And I love that through what we're doing, because you were a skeptic when you and I met, and you mm -hmm. didn't believe in any of this, and you're having your own experiences now mm -hmm. from talking to these people and seeing things changing in your life as your attitude changes and you're starting to say, and when you call me with these things, you'll go, oh my God, I can't believe that this, it cannot be a coincidence. You know, it's like so amazing that this happened and you're starting to open to this stuff and it's, it's wonderful and it's very freeing. Well, I think and it also really is just a frame of mind. Like you said, like we, you know, one of our episodes, we talked with Seta and I have worked with Seta in the past to kind of do some healing. And I feel like it's not all this mumbo jumbo you think it is. She really can help you just understand yourself and how you really make the decision in your life happen. It's, you know, and a lot of people, you know, even who maybe aren't so spiritual, they talk about this stuff like vision boards are just manifesting greatness to happen in your life. And I remember that Seta told me that I have to be very careful because I can manifest very quickly. 
and it could be good or bad. So if I'm in a downward spiral and I'm upset and I think horrible things, I wonder why I'm having such bad days and things happen bad over and over and over. And remember, Irene, we went through that. That was like the stint like the, earlier this summer. Like I went to Myrtle Beach and that and trip entirely fell apart to the point where my flight got canceled. Max missed school. I had to drive home on my own. You know what I mean? Like it was just one thing after another. And once I realized that spiral I was in and took myself out of it, it was like a complete, uh, what is Turn it, around. 180? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it was amazing. everything started happening like as it should. I mean, it was just too perfect to not be a coincidence or like, you know what I mean? There is no coincidence. But like, you know, just like knowing I had to get Max from school and like the subway trains arriving on time or like <laughs> people in my life like stepping in right at the right moment to help take care of things and help me and just, you know, issues that were just thorns in my side were just miraculously poof gone. And there's no explaining of that. And I think one of the biggest things was, you know, when my dad passed away and he, his birthday was about two weeks after. And I know I called you. This happened about two months ago for everyone listening if you haven't been following and. You know, there's been some issues going on with the estate and, you know, when someone dies, you're going to, you'll deal with these as well, or you have dealt with this. And there's always these issues happening with estates and planning and just closing up all of the things they had here on life that you now have to take care of. And it was becoming such an entanglement. And I do not find it ironic at all that on his birthday, I received an incredible phone call that literally freed up everything. Everything was fine. And not only was it fine, but we actually, you know, took a lot away from it. And Mm -hmm. I was just like this wild that this just happened and it's his birthday. And I honestly have, you know, I can't deny that I feel like that's honestly a sign. Like that was my way of my dad just saying like, look, this is my way of saying like, I'm always here. Um, You know, we may not have had the best relationship going forward or back behind, but just know that I love you. And here it is. And please make your life happier. And, you know, I mean, and and that is just an everyday occurrence. I mean, that could just happen, but you have to take it as you see it. And I see it as like, wow, that really, that was meant to be like, it. it, absolutely. I mean, on his birthday, come on, that's just, that's Right. That's mind-blowing to me. Right. So I do so think... Talk, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no. I say, let's talk about each of our people that we talked about and how they impacted us. Seth Shahinian was our first person that, who we yeah. talked to. She's an amazing healer, and she's an energy healer, and people really should hear our podcast with her because she explains it. She takes the wavy gravy out of it, and she really explains what it's like and what she can do. And I mean, I'm talking about from past life angles, from current life angles, and then... I have such a passion because it changed my life uh, when I was able to communicate with my husband Saul after the accident through John Edward, who's a very, Mm -hmm. very famous medium. Then we had a conversation with Lee Van Ziel, who's an unbelievable medium, and she was an attorney, an attorney in South Africa. And Lee was able to explain to people, I hope people will listen to that one, because she explains how mediumship works. She explains exact that it's not airy fairy. She she talks about it. She's very honest about it. She talks about the accuracy rates, mm-hmm. what's happening for her as this ha- as she does this. Then after Lee, who was wonderful, then we had Ida. Mm-hmm. Was it Ida Cullen with yoga. her amazing yeah. yoga therapy, which was fantastic, which is a whole new form of yoga that a person has to be certified for and how she helps people to heal through this new form of 
uh, yoga therapy that she practices. That was you and I were ready to go to one of her retreats immediately. I will be. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm still planning. I'm. I'm a big. This is like how we talked about it on her, and we had a big conversation with her about how I'm a huge, huge believer in yoga. And I think you can attest to this. It was really funny when I first started going. I remember I. Uh, <laughs> I was going to Bikram, and it's 90 minutes of heated. Class, and I remember I put on Facebook, I said, looking to find some fucking inner peace because I was like, what, what am I getting myself into? And it set everybody off on Facebook. I remember you even commented, Irene. And But I think it's true. I mean, I've come, you know, I think you really need to look at your milestones. I think that you look, if a lot of people don't look at where they are today and where they were. You know what I mean? Like, and I think yoga is a huge testament of that. Like, you know, I run and my running is a huge testament of that. Like, I see how much stronger I've gotten. I've seen how, you know, we even talked this season with, you know, with Ida when I said, I, I can't focus, I can't meditate, but I really try. And I feel like this yoga actually for 90 minutes does give me inner peace. I turn everything off. My computers, my phones, I disconnect. Well, that's your form of it. That's and, your form of meditation. And it she really said that's does. Fine. Yeah. And I think people just need whatever it is. They need to be able to find that component of their lives so they can just really take a moment to themselves and, you know, have that, that moment with themselves. And then yeah. talk about uh, then talk about the next week. We talked to Judy Becker, who is mm-hmm. this wonderful energy healer. And you and I are going to go visit her in the new yes. year and I'm experience very her she healing the bowls. through bowls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to share that with people. And then we spoke to Dr. Donna Perillo, who's a, mm-hmm. an amazing naturopath and chiropractor. And yeah, she, she's my go-to for healthy, healer. healthy eating and just the body and what you put into it that just can disrupt everything. She is such a, such a source of wisdom for anything mm-hmm. having to do with your health that way and diets and, and food and how it affects you and, and, and the whole matrix of, of um, healing. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, oh, and then how can you leave out the Bergen Equestrian Center? Yes, that which we're I'm very, very excited for. And I think we should let our, our listeners know that we're going to actually take this to another level. So all these people that we've met, Starting in 2018, we're going to actually go and visit them and we're going to do Facebook Lives, which are going to give you an insight into these. So, you know, I would say listen to these past podcasts that we've done and get ready because actually on no, or what is it? New Year's Day, is it? Yep. I mean, mm-hmm. what a better way to start the year. Irene and I are actually going to go and spend the afternoon with these horses to do healing and we're going to do it live, which is going to be really, I think, going to set the whole theme for the whole year of 2018. Just, you know, I can't wait. And I love the part that she said the horse kind of picks, chooses the yeah. person that the horse wants to heal. I can't, I can't wait to see which horse it's is going to be you and which very, <laughs> very, I know I'm very interested to see how this goes down. Um, and so that should be a lot of fun. So just as a plug here too, if you guys are listening and you haven't joined, we do have a Facebook group, so you can join that and you can get all of our information and like stuff going on, such as events and everything. Like I, I know Irene, you're doing a medium gallery with Lee coming with up Lee. In, yep. in June t- or in January as well. So, I mean, we do a lot of these events and the last one we did was with also Dr. Donna Perla because she does a lot of the music healings and gets you kind of prepped for these too. So, I mean, it's amazing how all of these people kind of intertwine together. Right. 
and another person absolutely and another person we interviewed was carolyn pars who Mm -hmm. uh, has this amazing thing going called women as game changers and she and talk about empowering women and she Mm -hmm. works with women who want to be entrepreneurs you related a lot with that with you and your friends because we all work so hard as women i feel like we wear i mean and it's we all wear so many hats and we try to do it all and it burns us out. As you know very well, I'm always burnt out. And You're always burnt out. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, and it's even just to talk to people who are in your same situation or have been there, like Carolyn, you know what I mean? Like she's had her breakdowns. She almost, who, who was the person she almost Oh my God, up? she was, she had um, Nell, New, Nell Newman, Paul Newman's yes. daughter. It was like this major speaker and it was an event about a leadership conference. And she had, Carolyn had a major crisis in her in her life at the same time the conference was going on and she had to do this major readjustment and letting go and she talks about that on the podcast and it was fascinating because that's another issue that we all have to deal with is how much control do we actually have and when stuff is falling apart how do we handle that what what mm-hmm. what goes on so that was I love that was a really interesting podcast also was and she has a really, really strong network. And, you know, you can find all that information on the website, too, for us on how to join her own group. And I highly recommend it. We're both in it. We always chat with them um, to see what's going on. And it's just empowering, I think. And I think that is a huge trend going forward for 2018 as well. It's just women are really empowering each other. You can see yeah. it stepping up. We're not beating each other down. We're working together and I think there's enough for everybody out there and that's kind of you know that's what I've kind of learned in New York you have to work hard for it but there's enough you just got to fight for your peace and I think that you know in this day and age it's kind of nice to see women who will help you get that peace they don't want to take it from you and that I mean that can mean everything at this point yep it's because I think we're treating things more as a community and mm-hmm. a team instead of backstabbing. And, you know, there's more more empowerment when we work together. Um, I recently had an issue at my own in the building where I live. I started a condo, commu- uh, sorry, not condo, a yoga community. And we literally have about 17 people in the building doing various yoga classes and but something happened to try to set somebody got an ego thing and decided they were going to sabotage what we were doing. And, and all, instead of getting hysterical and becoming hysterical women and screaming, we kind of all came together as a team. We knew whose strengths were what and what we were going to say and what we were going to do. And one thing led to another and we prevailed and there was strength in numbers and there was strength in our sisterhood. And that's what it's, all about to me. Well, and I think it's also just asking for help when you actually need help. I think that that's become, you know, I think we're not using it as a crutch anymore. It was like kind of like a hidden disease we treated it like, that we should be able to do everything, that we don't need help. And I think one of the great um, points that Carolyn makes is that it's okay to ask for help and to have these people help you do things because you can't do it all. You know what I mean? That's why she was trying to do this conference all on her own and she couldn't. And then she reached out, she let people help her and it was, you know, tenfold. She said it was the best she ever ever had and she had yeah. to let go because she was having this terrible crisis in her life. So yeah, so they, and now I have to say I'm very excited about you and I are going to be going in the field. And um, and experiencing these things over the uh, you know these different healings and different wonderful people over the next.
next uh, say mm-hmm. couple of months, and then we'll be back to interviewing. We have all kinds of wonderful people. We're in, we interested in interviewing for the next segment. We we are. We're, we have a, a really fantastic lineup coming up, and I don't want to give any spoilers yet, but I think we should have that podcast starting probably the end of February for everybody. I think we'll be ready. Yep. A nice little uh, Valentine's wintry present from us but uh <laughs> after we go out in the field but we will still be doing a lot of things live you know in between that time and you know putting out some events and doing other little things so we won't be radio silent and like i said definitely join our facebook group again if you're tell out them there how they, um steph tell them how they can get on what, what it's called and how they can get on it and the same thing with the podcast in case anybody is for listening to this for the first time they're saying wait a minute how do we connect is, with all this it's stuff all grief, it's all grief and rebirth finding the joy in life so if you search that on facebook you'll find the page of the group and you can just apply to be a member and we will uh we will approve you so i mean in in the whole big thing about it we're pushing right now is just to be comforting like especially like you were saying it's a hard time of year right now um holidays if you lost someone anything it just doesn't get easier being alone and um I think the best thing we can do right now is just kind of be there for each other. Absolutely. You know, I, I've, been, I've been, as you would know, I've been speaking to widow and widowers groups. And yes. people, a lot of people struggle with being so alone at the holidays. And I like to think that through the podcast, we're offering people a lot of comfort and some laughs and mm-hmm. some camaraderie. I prom- mm-hmm. We promise everyone will never be boring. <laughs> We'll keep we'll keep it we'll keep well, it very interesting. I think it's also important to know that it's not just loss, and we we kind of discussed this at the beginning. Like, it's yeah. not just death. It could be a loss of anything that makes you sad. Like, hence me as a single mom. You know, this year I do have Max, but last year I didn't for the holidays. And when you're used to having your child around all the time, and then you spend a holiday alone, it can be very very alone. And I know a lot of friends that get very very sad. I know last Thanksgiving. Um, another fellow single mom and myself went out to a really fancy dinner in uh, Manhattan to be there for each other. And I feel like that was, that meant a lot. And we had a really good time. We still joke about it because, you know, you need to be there for each other when you're alone. And so, you know, my point is like, yeah, even if you didn't lose someone to death, like it can still be lonely. Like, look, Irene, are we spending New Year's together? We aren't alone. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, but, you know, there's always there's many different walks of life and what loneliness and sadness and grieving can mean to you. And I think that, you know, it's really important for our readers or our listeners to understand that it's not just death. It's any kind of loss that you've It's anything. It's everything. Anything a job, everything. a boyfriend, a family member, like anything. Anything. And you could even be you could even be suffering loss because you're suffering from something going on with someone you love very much or whatever, or Mm -hmm. illness or whatever it is. But there are Mm -hmm. so many wonderful avenues we're opening to people where they can find some relief and and, uh, uh, comfort and and joy and some laughter. (laughs) I I just wrote in the Facebook group ourselves about maybe starting a possible book group. Um, And I think it would be great because, you know, Irene, you're an author yourself. Um, and I love to read books, but one thing I will bring up to you, Irene, I thought was fascinating because, you know, I like to bring up munchins, but I think I wrote, I wrote this in the book, but it's called, um, same kind of different as me. That's the book I'm reading right now. Um, and it's, it's a very fascinating book. It's about, um, a homeless man 
who grew up on the plantations in Louisiana and a very rich man who grew up in plantations in Texas and, the, and, they, and their lives kind of collide. And it's, wow. it's, uh, it's fascinating because the homeless man literally teaches all the lessons, basically. You know, like the rich man thinks he has everything, but he realizes that his life is full of meaningless things until this other man can really teach him things. And it's very funny because it's like they come together to this mission and, you know, God and spiritual things. But I found it very, very ironic, Irene, that the wife, so the wife ends up with cancer. She dies. I mean, it's part of the book. I'm not giving it away. But um, her birthday in the book is the same as Maxima's birthday. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I was like, July, July 14th. That's wow. So, I mean, I think, you know, this is just another little tidbit I pick up. I don't feel like that's a coincidence when you're reading something or you see little signs like, you know, I'm not sure what it means or what anything means, but you I mean, that's just like, hmm, there's a, there's a, a reason for, for that. You. There are messages for the, there yep. for you to learn. I, I want to say from what I've learned, uh, and I tell people all the time that spiritually, one of the things that I've learned is that for each, each other, we learn from each other. This is home. This is school. When we cross over, that's home. So this is our schoolroom. And you don't know if that homeless man in the street is a very evolved soul who happens to be in that situation to teach people lessons uh, at that time. And that billionaire Mm -hmm. could be a young, so they say a young soul. You don't know. So you should be open because we can all learn from each other. And we are all. I mean, I've learned a lot from you, Steph, I must say. (laughs) And you are, and you, and, and I've got a lot, and I, and speaking of finding the joy in life, I've gotten a lot of joy from doing this with you. And it's so cool because you wouldn't normally put us together. There's a big disparity, you know, disparity in our ages and, mm-hmm. and, and our backgrounds and everything. But this, mm-hmm. I'm learning, so, I've learned so much from you. Me and too. I, and I like to think I've, you've learned a lot from me and, and, and we're having a good time and it's, it's just a wonderful sharing. It is. It's a lot of fun and it's just very enlightening. Like I feel like it's just fun and like you said, full of wisdom to just actually sit down and to go out of your comfort zone, I think is a way to say, you know, we've both done that. And I think that we are people who are willing to take that. And I feel like that is always where the best things in my life have happened. When I, I I step out of my comfort zone and I try things or I, I have faith in things that I necessarily can't control. And yeah. you mean like you let it go. And I feel like that is when everything in life kind of falls to pe- in, into place. And, yep. you know, I think that's kind of like what we're doing here. We're just having fun. And we're just having fun. We're and hoping to bring people along on the journey and to share their mm-hmm. stories as well. Because, I, I mean, I'm just fascinated to hear these stories and how people change. Because I know, I feel like mine is just, you know, everybody has their story. And if you can understand it and tell it, it's just so great to hear. You know, your story you is just yeah. amazing. I mean, and it, it, exactly. I was going to say, if anyone in our listening audience has an amazing story they want to share, let us know. Maybe you'll be on our podcast one day. Yeah, we because would love we to want to inspire people. people. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys are out there and you have a story, we would love to uh, chime in and have you guys call in and give us your stories. I feel like that would even be a whole fun season to just do inspirational stories and have just everyday people out there just chime in and tell us like the extraordinary things that have happened. Yep. How I they mean, came through, how they found mm-hmm. joy, how they came through whatever de- devastating, horrible thing happened and how they were able to come to, to life and to mm-hmm. find your way. I think I would love that. I, I could see us doing that 
on quite a few of our episodes. Well, I say email you because I can see your email as well, Irene. So <laughs> if they yeah. have a question or if they're interested, um, they should email Irene at IreneWeinberg.com. Um, you can find all of our information on Irene's website, IreneWeinberg.com, for uh, the web or the podcast and her book and our Facebook group and community, um, because it's all still really new and we're starting this journey, like I said, and you know we're kind of growing as you guys do. So any feedback or any stories you want to share, the more the merrier. Absolutely. Yeah. Say hello, and if you have friends who are going through things or family members. Clue them in and have them join in on the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yes. We'd love to get to know you all. And, well, I mean, with that, Irene, I think we need to wrap it up and and 2017 on that note and uh, see everybody next year. Well, As I like to say, to be continued. What? (laughs) Speak with everybody next year. Yes. Okay. And as I like to say, to be continued. To be continued. I like that. Well, we will see you guys in uh, 2018 then. Okay. Bye for now. Bye.